The Cypher Film Podcast. And welcome to the Cyphora Film Podcast. I am Andy Walker, and as usual, I am here with my son Scott. Hello, Scott. Hello, Dal. Hello. How are you? Oh, I do be voice that now. I'm all right. Um, How are you? Enjoying everything and the way that life is going. Sounds sound way too cheery for me. Um, anyway, how are you, yeah. Father? Are you on something? Uh, I'm all right. Yeah. You know, same old, same old, plodding through life with a demented ease. Demented or amended? Demented. <laughs> right, so this week we are doing a special uh, podcast. This week we are looking at films by or on the Deformed Lunchbox uh, YouTube channel. Yes. And uh, we have a series of films that we are looking at. And, uh, then we will have an interview with... Okay, I found this on the web for a series of films that we are lucky get, and then we will have an interview. Check it out. <laughs> you come from... Better off you. See, look, now we've got AI talking to I'm not sure I understand. I don't turn you on. <laughs> Switch off. How do you turn the bloody thing off? I don't know if you used it. I don't know how you turn it off. <laughs> okay, anyway. <coughs> Let's see if it does it again. So, yes, we are reviewing a number of uh, short films that are on the Deformed Lunchbox uh, YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, and then we will be having an interview <laughs> with uh, a member of the Deformed Lunchbox team. So let's start as we mean to go on. All of these films are from uh, 2023. So uh, it should be good. Yeah, it seems like they've been busy over the last few months. Yeah. Well, interestingly, I'm not sure all of these were done by them completely or if they were just done in, been done. I know one of them at least is done by somebody else and then they've just put it onto this, their channel in the same way as they did with their the Fiji. But um, the, the others are, have a connection to them, definitely. So we're going to start off with uh, the first film, obviously, uh, called Find Me. Yeah. Uh, 2023 is done in... Uh, Association with Stone Soup Productions. I'm whistling quite well when I speak. Uh, the director is Scott Weatherall. Uh, writer was Denman Hatch. 
and the cast is Golden Madison, Mark Nielsen, Zoli, Zoe, Zoe Lee, Tappin, and Anne Shepherd. Now, the synopsis for this film says, Let's watch the innocent little girl play in the yard next door as doom, despair, and dread overtake our lives. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so, I will start with this. I've got to tell you, I love this film. I thought it was brilliant. Um, it's, to me, it starts as what seems to be a fairly ordinary sort of ghost story, but it slowly gets turns into something much darker and and, yeah. and weirder. And I just think it's, it's an excellent idea. It's really well written, really well made, and I love it. Yeah. I just, I, I did the same thing. I sort of watched it and I was like, oh, this is a different ghost story. And then it, it's not, it's, it's rare to watch a film, well, rare for me to watch a ghost film and go, well, this has suddenly got a lot darker. Yeah. Um, and it has, it is, it is, it does, sorry. And That's... it, 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 it does it in such a weird way as well. It, it's, is that whole i'm not so much over here in the uk i suppose but i know there are a lot of places in the states that when something strange happens they're like we couldn't be in our next door neighbor because they're they're so nice and they're so polite and it's yeah it's one of their moments that just because they're like that with you doesn't mean that's what they're like yeah and, but what i like is what i like about it as well is the whole the premise they have behind it which i know a lot of people suffer with during lockdown and during covid and stuff like that was the whole getting used to the whole getting used to and the mentality of being at home all the time yeah being stuck indoors not being able to go out and yeah, it's yeah. All, it starts playing with your head and that's i like the fact that that's that they added that to this yeah no I and agree. it's sort of the way they've done it it's almost like whether or not she was seeing what was there or if she was a hallucination and yeah. i think it's just I don't know. I just I love this film. I can't rate it enough. Oh, I I thought it was excellent. I like. I mean, I think that the the set design and the makeup and that down oh, in, yeah. in the in the basement bit are just fantastic. I think it I think so the, well. The weather helped as well with it being snowy and yeah, the sort of that sort of that, the 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 climate atmosphere, if that makes sense. The sort of to have it out in the cold and out in the snow makes that just gives it that bit more of an atmosphere and that bit more of a. Yeah. Tension to it, like the times you could hear is the crunching of the snow. And I mean, this is, so well done. this is a, a lot more serious than a lot of their films have been. But the last few that we looked at have been a bit more serious, yes. And, and this one is, is as well, but it's it's just so well done, it's just so well made and well put together. It's 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 got all of the all of the, the great design and great look of their other films. Um, but with a slightly more serious sort of yeah yeah I was gonna say an idea it it does seem like it's a bit more of a serious aspect to it but it's still still got their 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 take on filmmaking but there's a lot more of a serious atmosphere to it yeah and again I'm saying I just I love everything they seem either seem to do themselves or have something to do with yeah it, it seems to be sort of a, a an amazing film yeah no I agree I agree. So that's the first one. The second film is called Unboxing Gone Wrong. Yeah. Again for 2023. Uh, this is a, a found footage style film-ish uh, created by, it doesn't say 
written by or, or created by Denman Hatch, uh, Jared uh, Poirier, uh, Peter Hatch, and Sam Sandman. And yep. the cast is Tom Lute, Julian Batchelow, Jared Poirier, and Jessica. Uh, where are we? Jessica Chin King. Yes. Um, the synopsis for this says. This is a found footage. Uh, this is found footage of an unboxing video gone horribly wrong. It was sent to us anonymously. Unbox at your own risk. So, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of these unboxing videos on YouTube, and I don't really normally bother with them at all because I just want more. <laughs> yeah, but um, I I really like this again. I think it's a great idea to do yeah. an unboxing video that goes this way it's, it's yeah I've got, I've got i watched this and i sat there and i, I was talking to amy about it because again i've watched watched a lot of unboxing stuff just because, not a lot of just, but it's the stuff that's at the part of the time mainly just to annoy myself um, <laughs> but it's it's i do sit there and i've watched a couple and i've watched people what i've watched quite a lot on youtube do these little odd, odd, odd unboxing things and I sit there and I'm like, I know the fact that you probably wouldn't get put out because none of them are done live or anything. But I would love to have their moments where it's sort of, I wonder if it has happened to someone. Yeah. Whether yeah. or not someone's got something through the post, gone to unbox it and gone, oh my God, and it freaked them out a bit. But yeah. it's, it's one of them things that is, yeah, it's one of the things that you sort of, it makes you think what's gone if it does happen and if the if there is a way to do it and all that. It's I like the twist with it. Yeah, it's, it's got a great the effects are really good. The the the, the effects and the camera um work at the end yeah done really, really well. And it, it works well. It's a it's it, the way the way it's done works really well. It works great. Yeah, the, the makeup and visual effects. And I suppose the the sort of I don't know what, a bit like the prosthetic effects, I suppose it would be. Yeah. It seems like, I genuinely, I looked at it and I'm like, I know that's fake, but I looked at it and I'm like, that looked remarkably real. Yeah, no. It and it, yeah. it was a bit concerning at one point, so I'm like, is that real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's I just, I, I really like it. I, I was really happily pleased by it. Again, it, it's, it's, not the the sort of usual sort of uh, no. comedic sort of thing that we, we would expect from their stuff, but it's it's again really well made, really well, really well. Yeah, it's, it's, de it's definitely someone who's got it's still got like again, it's got their aspect of filming, their sort of yeah, their way of doing it, but it's got a bit more of a serious note to it, and it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's definitely got their sort of bit of a stamp. Also, all, sort of their all of kind of have. Um, yeah, it's, it's sort of the shows that they've got this. They've got that sort of. They can do that comedy effect, and they can do the serious things, and they've got other ways that they can go down and be involved in to make things and or make amazing films. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so on to our third one, which is called "Save Me from the Devil." Again, twenty twenty three. Um, directors it is a Denman Hatch and James Mercier. Uh, the writer was. Uh, Swapnil Sagari or Sagar. Uh, the cast is Justin Cargo, Tom Lute, and Gar Reed. And the uh, synopsis for this one says How did Martha get pregnant? Whose baby is it? 
watch to find out if you dare. Yeah. So, what do you think? I again, I liked this one. Too. It was a bit of a weird way of filming it, like the different aspects of the camera work and that's almost like security footage and real life foot, like real life footage. If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But I like sort of the jump backs between the good and bad sides that were involved. Yeah. And the makeup as well on some of them, I thought was made. But the the sort of just all of it, it seemed so bizarre. But it was it was one of them films that I thought was it is it was so it was like one of them bizarre films. I'm like I'm not too sure if I could watch this, but it had my attention. Like it hooked me, and I'm like, but I want to know what's going on. Yeah, I want to know yeah. more. And it's sort of that mix between the gore and interest side of it. I mean, it's a very dark film and quite worrying in many ways. Yeah. Um, but it, it I, I really like it. What I think, I, I, I mean, it's, I think the acting in it is brilliant. Mm. And what got me was the fact that it was really difficult at times. Although one of them spoke, one of the, 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 the sort of uh, people it goes to, or one of the things yeah. that goes to was supposed to be good and one's supposed to be bad, it was difficult to work out which one of them was actually good or which one was bad. Yeah, it's, it's, they, I suppose it's one of them things of it's it's everyone's take on it. It's like what someone thinks is bad, it's someone else thinks is good. And it didn't that whole seem to be of, much difference between them in some ways. No, yeah, it's, there were times, yeah, it didn't seem like there was actually, apart from the light, there was no difference between them. Yeah. And I think it's just that, again, like I said, just shows the fact that what someone might perceive as good, someone else might perceive as evil. I think, I mean, I think all the effects in it are excellent. Uh, the the makeup and and especially the, the the in the the sort of um, the set pieces at the end when they're when they're in, oh yeah in the bath and that sort of thing yeah. Uh, which, I mean, the makeup was done by Melissa Itwa, and it's brilliant. It's so yeah. well done. It is, and like I said, it, it it sort of shocked me a bit with that way that ended. But yeah, the the makeup all the way throughout, I suppose, with the the what you see the like the two beings, and also what happens to the two other characters. They're sort of the, what happens to them, yeah. and the way that they look afterwards. I think it's just it's such an amazing makeup designer. It is. It's it's, it's great. I love it. I, I really like this film. I think <laughs> I wrote a thing down here. I said it's it's a really good short film. Not necessarily nice, but good. No, yeah, yeah. It's, I saw. I sat there and I was saying I was sitting there watching this, and as I do with most of these, every like, sort of every week. Amy, if she's not joining it, she'll sort of sit on the other side of the room and sort of sit there. And then she was watching this at the corner of her eye, and she just looked at me. And she went, "What on earth are you watching?" And I said to her, "She's just like." And she just sat there. And she was like. What she genuinely listened to, so what happened? What happened? Like, this isn't their normal stuff. Is everything okay with them? And I'm like, yeah, this, this is the stuff that they do, they're, they're branching out into and helping other people yeah. out with. And it's, again, I just, I love the fact that, again, it's, it's not, it's completely different in a way to their other stuff, but it's, it shows that they're going down as they can go any way they want and be involved it's, in yeah. anything they want. It's still so well made and well put together. Yes. I really like it. I really do. Uh, right. So on to our fourth one. Our fourth one is called AI Artist. Uh, <laughs> this is 2023 again. It's classified films. This was um, one that uh, 
I was told was um, done by a friend of theirs, and they've put it out onto the onto their channel. Uh, so the writer and director, writers and directors are Danny Barker and um, Jesse Nelson. Uh, the cast: Danny Barker, Asriel Dalman, Jesse Nelson, Tracy Roweth, and uh, Philip Jivanovic. Jivanovic. Yeah. Uh, I love the synopsis of this because I'm not quite sure what one thing of it, one part of it means. <laughs> the synopsis says. After a shrimp-fingered incel discovers a passion for AI art, his compulsion to create monsters bleed far beyond his computer screen. I'm not sure what a shrimp-fingered incel is, to be honest. But no, it's one of them things that I, I sort of read it, and I, part of me wants to Google it, but part of me is worried what's going to come up. But, I mean, the thing the thing is, I I have become a, quite obsessed with this AI art thing, and as we were saying last week. Uh, I watched this film actually before I saw the ones we did last week. This was the first film I saw. Yeah, AI art. And last the one we did reviewed last week uh, was the second one. Um, but as we said then, it, it, this is a very now subject to make a film about, um, and it, it deals it in a deals. This film deals with it in a very different way to the one we did last week. I think. Okay, completely. Um. But uh, it's got still got a lot to say about the whole AI art debate and all that sort mm. of thing. And it's got, I think this this is interesting because it's got a bit of the kind of humour that, that deformed lunchbox normally have, but it's yeah. also got a darker side and a darker kind of message to it. Yes. Um, I really liked it. I, liked, I think it's brilliant, well, brilliantly written and really well made. Mm. I, uh, I, and, I, and it's just... I, up until I watched this, I hadn't thought about the idea of of going onto an AI art thing and trying to look at pictures of people made out of spaghetti. But now I might. <laughs> yeah, I got it. It's it's one of the things that I sat down. I I haven't looked at the whole AI picture thing. It's it intrigues me, but it's not something I've got around to doing yet. But after watching this film, it does. I do sit there and like want to sit there and go. Wonder what does come up if you type it? Just randomly type stuff in. But yeah. yeah, no, I I like this because of the fact that, like we said, it, it we've talked about the the whole AI art and how other artists and certain people feel about it, and that it obviously it shows it in this thing, in this this film about the fact that this this one person wants to do something and create something, but there's other people around him. That he that are saying an art, it doesn't make him an artist. It doesn't make yeah. it, and it it is that whole does it don't it sort of argument with it and i like the way they've done it and this it does get very wrong it is very dark and the way that it sort of ends and the other bits in it but i like the fact that it's it shows that sort of as well that sort of mental helping again the whole yeah. sort of if you're constantly beaten down if you're constantly put told you're no good at something i'll believe in it and it's it's i just i like everything about this like the whole the graphic cinematography in it is amazing as well. I think it's just so well done. But yeah. the sound aspect as well, when like it's sort of you can hear them talking and it fades out and it's just like muffled because he's in his own head. And yeah. I, I really like a lot of the aspects in this film. Yeah, it, it it is done really well. It's well edited, well put together. I really like the way it's it's done. It works really well. I, I mean, all of these films work so well with the way they've done them that they're just. Mm. 
they're just really good films as are you know i would say all of their all of the films on their channel are really good it, it, yeah so but yeah it's, it's i really really do like it it's uh yeah it's interesting and it, i think it could spark lots of debate but you know yeah it's it's, it's definitely one i think that last week <laughs> yeah i definitely think it's one that yeah if you if you will put if you were to put it on okay maybe not put it on to the had the whole conversation with someone about is it it, it could end up going down the whole conversation like this having this and even actually sort of ai does as well in with him is about the fact that, like you've got to pay for it otherwise you're not a real artist yeah yeah it's like but that's not the aspect that you're meant to be putting across with it and i like the whole the different sides of it all yeah yeah I, I do like the way it's been put together and the way it works. It's, it's really good, really good. So I'll have to keep an eye out for the the them, the people that made that as well for the yes. other stuff. Okay, so now on to our fifth thing, which is something brand new, which isn't actually out on their channel yet. Uh, this is a thing that we were sent to look at, which is... Um, this is still in the process of making it yeah. this is to launch a kickstarter to make a full feature film yes um it's called serial man yeah that's the idea of the title for the full film uh it looks i think it looks great if this if this is a trailer type thing or, or a, a, a taster of what the film's about i think it looks great but i literally have no idea uh, what it's about or what the hell is going on yeah <laughs> i'm so glad you said that i i watched this and i i've got to admit i would say i had to watch this three times because i sat there and i watched it the first time i'm like okay i know i, I know i had the distraction i had to because so, i had to pause it halfway through and go and do some bits yeah. i'm like maybe I, I missed something and forgot so i didn't watch it again and then set so after the second time i was like no, I'm I'm sure I'm missing something, and then what's it the third time? I was like, no, this is I've got. A, I I need to know what's going on. This is but I need to know thing, more. I think think if if they're doing it to, with the idea of making people want to see what the full film would be like, it works brilliantly. Yes, it because does. You watch yes. it and go, I want to know what's happening here. What this is all yeah. about. Yeah, um, I, I genuinely did the same thing. I sat there and I was like. At the end of it, when they obviously they're talking about, it, and I'm like, I'm like, you can't just leave me hanging. I want to know more. And I sat there and I was like, I, I, I hope that they can raise the money to carry this on because if they can't, it is going to be such a shame. Well, um, as neither was really have a clue of what the hell was going on with this, <laughs> what I thought was <laughs> maybe we should ask somebody who knows a little bit more about it. Yes. So, um, let's get into. The interview situation. Uh, so, uh, yes, I have with me Peter Hatch from Deformed Lunchbox, and we are going to chat to you about. Uh, we've just uh, done our reviews of um, some of your films, the, the newer one the films you've got on. On there, uh, so if we can go through those in the order we we reviewed them, and then uh, then we can get on to the latest development. All right. Uh, so the, the first one we did was Find Me. Um, awesome. Which, 
we both really love that film. It's really, really good. It was interesting because uh, we both thought that it kind of starts out a bit like a, a fairly ordinary kind of ghost story type thing, but then mm-hmm. gets very dark and very odd. And uh, I really, I thought that the set design and makeup for the, for the uh, in the basement that were brilliant. Um, I'm just glad really you liked it. it. I'm, I'm really glad you liked it. Um, it's funny with that one. I, I didn't direct that one. Uh, my good friend, Scott Weatherall, he directed it. Yeah. Um, and it's actually, there's a funny little side story to that where um, it's actually based on a true story. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the story. So I, I, I um, with my current partner and girlfriend, her name is, her name is Vanessa, same as the character. And there at her old apartment, there used to be this little girl that would play in the, the yard next door. Right. And I would never see this little girl. And she and Vanessa would always say to me, Hey, like there's this little girl next door. I always see her. She's waving to me. And I, I would be like, Where is she? Like she's never there. And their backyard kind of had like rusty toys and an and like an old swing set. And I'm like, I think, Vanessa, that you're seeing a ghost and that it's a dead little girl. And I so I made this whole <laughs> story around it and um and I wrote it into a script and uh, my friend Scott reached out to me and he wanted to direct a horror. Uh, and he said, Hey, Peter, send me, send me some horror scripts. I sent him 10 scripts and that was the one he he gravitated towards. So I got to yeah. give Scott a lot of the credit. He pulled a lot of that together. Uh, he brought uh, someone named Chris Finnegan to do the art direction and he like designed the whole basement. Uh, so we, we had a really good team on that one. I, I, I produced it. I wrote it. I did the post-production um, but the talent, there was just so much, so much talent on that uh, project. It, we had a big crew. It works really well. So it, I mean, it is uh, the the thing about it is there are certain short films we've seen, uh, some of yours even, that, that are kind of like they leave us thinking, well, hang on a minute, we want to know what happened before and after that. This looks like it should be so, somewhere in the middle of a film. But what I like is when you can get a short film that tells its own story and and is complete enough for you to be satisfied at the end of it that you've seen a good film absolutely i I mean i think i think that's um with find me it does feel like more of a complete short film or i think a lot of the other films on the channel uh especially ones that i direct are more like web shorts like they're little tasters little teasers little gags uh and honestly to be quite honest it really comes down to the the budget on on that a lot we had a bigger budget on this one we had a bigger team uh so we decided to do something bigger um, where sometimes the other ones we are a little more limited on our budget and scope. Well, one of the, one of the things, interesting things we were saying is the fact that um, you seem to have, have kind of uh, I don't know if this was a deliberate thing, not change direction, but kind of uh, int- you seem to uh, these recent films seem to be a lot more uh, serious than the earlier films. Yeah, I mean, we're trying to do bigger and better, I think. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm getting older, so <laughs> I just kind of come to a point where I think I'd rather do a, a meteor film and a bigger project. And you, I guess the other projects we'll talk about are both bigger as well than yeah. than the smaller ones. Uh, I mean, we've built this Deform Lunchbox channel. We've got about, I think, 50 or so shorts. So um, it's just, it's, it's a lot of work to kind of do these one minute things. And I think we as we get older and more mature as filmmakers we want to tell deeper stories more characters yeah uh yeah. use more of our expertise and, and less less of like youtube or online uh web shorts or gag shorts as 
But we, I mean, we did we did both say that we felt that I mean, all of these films, they still have a, a kind of um, there's there's a there's a deformed lunchbox style. I think you have a style of the films you make, and they these films still have that style, but they've gone more towards a kind of slightly darker, more serious side than the short films you've been doing. Um, which is yeah. it's not a, a bad thing necessarily, but it's just there are a couple there's been a couple of times when I've been watching things and I've been waiting for a gag that isn't there. <laughs> yeah. Um I think it's you know it's funny, I always think about it as like a spectrum. Um, because a lot of the stuff I like to do is it's it's horror, but it's it's dipping into that kind of maybe it's comedy or it's uh yeah. commentary or it's farcical. And I always think of it as the spectrum where it's like one side's comedy horror and one side's horror comedy. And it's kind of doing this uh, spectrum thing. And I think I think what I've come to terms with uh, is that I find the films that are more serious with their themes mm -hmm. and more serious and scary, but with little bits of maybe comedy or Easter eggs or nods are more satisfying than the other side. Cause I mean, I don't, I think I'm a creepier person than a funny person. <laughs> so, and, and some of the, some of the comedy we've done before, it's, it's tough. Like um, we don't usually do things like zombies and witches and, and the tropey kind of typical horror. We yeah. stick to more psychological. And I think there was one we did, with um you know the sneeze one and as well as the uh the lawn gnome one uh the mm -hmm. garden gnome where they were more on the comedy side mm -hmm. and something about the uh dark nature of it uh it, it doesn't come through as well and uh you know almost can be seen as insensitive if we're making light of depression or suicide or th things yeah. like that um no, no, so no, no. Yeah, and so I think it's just, it's better to, I, I, I guess it's really hit me recently, especially is that movies need to have themes, and the most important thing we can do in a, especially a horror film is have a real theme, and yeah. our most successful yeah. films all have themes, if you look at Make Me a Sandwich and Five Minute Dating and Find yeah. Me, they all have a thematic core, where some of our sillier ones, I mean, even ones like, let's, like, let's talk about Ice Trays, which was kind of sillier it actually ended up having a theme or toast ended up having a theme about addiction or self-harm yeah. or family abuse and so sometimes those themes creep in there and you realize wow we've hit something good so i think going forward and you, like where the films we'll talk about today uh theme is so important to me and yeah. that's something you're going to see probably a little bit of a shift in the films we make going forward yeah yeah well the, the second one we did was one that the, these ones where i kind of was expecting a, a bit of a gag to be in it which was uh, unboxing gone wrong. Oh, okay. I thought we were going to talk about AI artist. Okay. Um, no, not yet. No, not yet. I, okay. Uh, <laughs> unboxing gone wrong. I, that's a that's a silly one. I think that's almost more of a. Um, it's almost like we wanted people to think it was real. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know it if did... there's much of a theme there. Well, <laughs> the interesting thing about it, is, I mean. Uh, the end of it it gets really quite serious and, and dark and and but i was expecting the end of it to be a joke i was expecting there to be a bit of a gag at the end and it wasn't and that really kind of threw me for a moment yeah um you know i heard this thing a long time ago uh would you, you know the show the office uh I, yeah. there's a british version they made an american version yeah. uh, and i heard i heard this commentary yeah. on it where the way that show worked was that it kind of got you with this lighthearted comedy, 
But when it gets you with the more emotional stuff, it's like a gut punch because you've let your guard down with the comedy. Yeah. So I think what I was trying to go for with unboxing gone wrong was not only like a riff on the the you know the YouTube unboxing video, yeah, but yeah. it's it's almost like this kind of cheery atmosphere that we're used to in those YouTube videos and the unboxing videos. So your guard is down that yeah. when it gets extraordinarily dark and he completely cracks under the pressure or whatever it is of, of his son being taken um and he ends up killing his friend and, and his wife um it's just like a gut punch of how yeah. extraordinarily dark it is um yeah no i could get, I get that <laughs> that was a bit of an experimental one i mean it was it was a little bit lower budget so it was easy to justify the experiment but, but um again I'm we, glad we, you liked we, it we really like we like all of these i mean you know that uh, there isn't any there hasn't been any of your films that i haven't liked Oh yeah, well, I, 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 you didn't like. I don't think you liked the sneeze one very much. Um, I remember you. Well, it wasn't. I didn't like it. It was just a bit, a little bit around the suicide thing. That, that yeah, just a bit. That, that was all. I mean, yeah. everything else was was fantastic about it. Wasn't it? The next one I absolutely love, and I. It's weird what that I love it really, which is save me from the devil. Okay, I'm glad you watched that one. I. I thought it was brilliant. It is so well done, so well put together. The editing and the makeup. Uh, Melissa Itwar, who did the Melissa Itwar, yeah. The makeup and the editing and all that kind of thing. I, I just it 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 was brilliant. It was fantastic. I really, really. I'm so it. happy you say that uh, because I think um, we we didn't we got we've gotten this kind of a strange response from it. Um, some people have really liked it and some people have been confused by it. Um, but the interesting thing with that one was that was actually a, a writer and producer from India uh, named Swapnil Cigar. Mm -hmm. And he's a, he, he just messaged me one day online. He says, I, I really have this dream of writing a film. And we talked and we had a back and forth and he we basically collaborated on it. So it's his original story, which I feel has a little like I feel like it has a little bit of that Bollywood um maybe fantastic elements maybe yeah. like i i wouldn't normally um my sensibility wouldn't be to put like an angel and a devil yelling at someone in a movie and and so i i like the challenge of adapting somebody else's story the, the um, interesting thing for me was the fact that it was it was difficult to work out which one well it was difficult to work out if there was a good and evil because they both seemed to be really attacking yeah and it, it's uh, kind of like is that that kind of real sort of strangeness of the of the angel shouting just as loudly as the demon and it was like wow it's really you know. dreadful I, I think it's full of it's just a dreadful movie because there's no real hope and i think the thing that gets me with that one was that you kind of think it's a psychological thing throughout the movie that it's all in her head and you see mm. her husband come up with the scissors and then in the end, to me, it kind of implies that, no, it actually isn't psychological. This is, yeah. it's like a Rosemary's Baby situation where yeah. she just wasn't a hopeless, she was used by powers beyond her control. And um, yeah, that one has a nice, I love the visuals of that one. We, oh, um, yeah. And that, it, the, it, the set, like the, the, the pieces at the end, the, 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 where she's in the bath and that sort of thing, that, that whole setup and that whole look is brilliantly done. It works so well. Glad you like it. I'll give you one little tidbit, behind the scenes tidbit about that. Um, we are really trying to avoid uh, YouTube age restrictions. 
Yeah. So all the blood in that movie is actually chocolate sauce. Right. Uh, we wanted to avoid the color red, and I, I thought there might be a creative way around that. Was let's use let's make all the blood black, almost like it's demonic. Uh, and we knew that chocolate sauce would come on camera black, especially the way we colored it after. So mm. all all that stuff in the sink with her uh, is a mix of raw ground beef, chocolate sauce, and we we bought a squid and cut up a squid. So <laughs> so it kind of created this nasty placenta thing, and it's yeah, quite, yeah. really quite nasty. And it didn't get age restricted, so it looks it looks brilliant. I I. I I know this may sound odd given what the sort of film it is, but I really enjoyed watching it. I'm so glad. That means a lot to me that you said that. I'm going to let Swapnil know uh, uh, in India. And he, he's uh, looking to come to Canada and try to uh, take a course on screenwriting. So that's going to mean a lot to him to hear that you guys really uh, liked it. Yeah, it, it uh, was really good. Really, really well done. True okay. horror. It's really hor uh, true horror, really. Not very yes. funny at all. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, no, that, that is real... I mean that is kind of it's dark and scary <laughs> and, and everything. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so the next one we did we watched was AI artist. Awesome. Um which I loved. I, I must admit, <laughs> I've become a little bit obsessed with AI art recently. Nice. Um and this is this, this I watched this one and then um I was saying last week we re we reviewed a a short film which was also about AI art. But I okay. actually saw AI artist first and then watched one we did last week, which was The Cage. Um, they, they deal with the same subject, with the subjects in very, very different ways. Uh, but it, it's, we was, I was saying it, it's a very now subject. Yeah. There's this whole debate about AI art and how um, it could, you know, ruin real artists and, and it, is somebody who uses creates AI art a real artist or not? And all this yeah. thing going on. Um a little, a little I really scary. Like this. I do really like this film. It's well written, well made, and it's it's great. I really like it. I'm glad you like it. Uh, with AI artists, actually, uh, I didn't I didn't have anything to do with making that movie. Uh, it was actually a, a friend of mine, uh, Jesse Nelson and Danny Barker. Uh, just kind of fellow filmmakers I know through the grapevine, they do horror films and they, they approached me and they said, Hey, we have a film that we think is right in line with your type of films, which in, in a lot of ways is, you know, it's food is horror is kind of yeah. an alternative horror. Um, and I watch it and I was just blown away and I go, this is an awesome film. I'd be honored to, to put it on our channel. Um, and they're, they're really talented. Uh, Jesse actually had had another short film he made. He was turning into a feature called uh, Crumb, which okay. is really a really cool one too. I don't know if it's it's public uh, right now, but maybe I can send that to you. Uh, it's oh, it's really fantastic. great. It's it's really great. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're super talented. So I, it was funny. Yeah. Like they, they it's so in line with the kind of films that we make, and I was like, this this is perfect. And oh, lots well, of great I, feedback. I was, was saying to, to to Scott when we did the review, I said, you know. Up until now, I haven't thought about looking at sort of pictures of people made out of spaghetti, but now I think I'm going to have to. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's AI arts. It's it's a weird. I don't even. I'm kind of one of those people. I'm just like I'm going to sit on the sidelines of this one. I don't really have a hand oh, in the debate on it. Uh, you can, you can um, do some. I mean, you can amazing things. I actually put together. Uh, I put together live stills using AI art 
of um let me think of it uh vincent price boris karloff peter cushing christopher lee and um and uh who's the other one there was another one as well as as heavy metal musicians oh so cool that's awesome <laughs> are you using are you do you use mid journey is that what you used no no i i just i just uh, I, I use one of these uh it's an odd online one called deep ai okay but it's um, just basically you just tell it you know and I, I i started off i just thought what would be the idea of boris karloff as a heavy metal bass guitarist live on stage i want to see it these pictures fantastic. andy that sounds hilarious <laughs> it looked brilliant <laughs> i mean i have to admit with the ai stuff uh i don't know if you use chat gbt um mm. where you can ask questions uh i've i've helped it's helped me write scripts even okay. uh i'm yeah. not gonna say I, I don't just plug it and say write the script for me but uh for example if i um you know i needed the I needed to know what like a royalty free storybook was for children. And it said, here's a list, little red riding hood, Peter rabbit. Mm -hmm. And I said, okay, well, can you give me the entire story of Peter rabbit? And it bam types out the whole thing instantly. And yeah. there's a lot, lots of little ways that it can be a tool uh, for an artist. So I, yeah, I kind yeah. of am trying to look at it as a tool, but not a crutch. Yeah, no, I, I, I get that. I mean, my, my view on it in a way is that the, the um, Going right the way back, even to people like Da Vinci and and uh, and uh, Michelangelo, they had people working with them who would mm -hmm. do some of the work for them yeah. on larger pieces. And nowadays, the so people do the same thing. People like Damien Hirst and those sort of people have people that work. They they come up with a creative idea, and then other people actually put the things together, which they then put together as a, as a whole installation or whatever is there really any difference between using somebody else to create your vision or using a computer ai to create your vision i mean you're totally right it's, at the end of the day it's it's especially for people who don't have a lot of uh financing to hire a big team it's a really helpful tool i think the the main fear that i would have or other people have is that it's taking away a job where you know, a, a big, a big writer's room of people, oh, like yeah. they might've had 15 people. Now they only need four. Uh, well, so that's where I mean, it's like, are jobs in, in trouble here? Yeah, no, I, I do get that. I, I get that completely. I mean, we are, I, I have actually had a look and we are going to do uh, an episode uh, of the show in which I've, I've put together um, four uh, short films, which have all been created in some way by AI. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> one of them is is just a short story that's been animated by AI. It's well the, the the story and the animation have been put together by AI. There's one which is a bit more AI content, and there's, there's a short film which is which the script and the direction was done by AI. Wow. I mean, <laughs> I think AI is going to take over. Uh, that's my opinion. Uh, so it's it's inevitable. <laughs> the question is the question is how good is it that's the problem well it, it's it's a matter of uh, whether or not the um ai is uh, and it's some, any kind of computer generated uh thing is only as good as the people that are putting the information into it yeah like curated ai yeah almost. like humans need to curate it and you know i always say that um ai is probably going to be really good at 
taking existing ideas and manufacturing ideas with existing stuff. Yeah. But I don't know if an AI is going to be capable of completely coming up with something completely brand new or, you know, something like a Blair Witch Project or Pulp Fiction that completely changes the structure of a movie. Is yeah. AI going to think to do that? And, and that's where I think maybe there's a silver lining of, like, you know, human work will need to be even extra creative to stand out from things that are manufactured by AI. Yeah, no, knows, I agree. Right? I agree. Yeah. Right, that brings us on to Serial uh, Men. All right. Which you sent us uh, the, uh, is it a trailer, is it? Uh, well, we call it a short film, right. um, and, but it is, a, it's a feature length film. Right. Uh, so in a way, it is, it is a little bit of a trailer. It's a bit like a short film that teases a much larger project. Yeah. And with Serial Man, uh, we're trying to we're trying to make this into a feature film. So we have a Kickstarter. Uh, it's it's in the midst of launching. It's probably going to be launched within the next week. So by the time this podcast is out, um, for your listeners, they can go check out Serial Man on Kickstarter. Uh, and we're just we're trying to raise just a little like a like a, it's still a low budget feature film. But we've got this really good full length, you know, hour and a half movie that's um, got a lot of depth and a lot of characters and a lot. It's scary, but it's also tragic. And I'm really excited about it. And so you, you're actually the first person um, to watch it other than like people who worked on it. So oh, I'm really yeah. excited to know what you and oh, Scott thought of it. Thank you very much. No, we, we both thought it looked really great. I, I must say my notes for it it says it looks great but i literally have no idea what it's about or what the hell is going on yep but that's a good thing <laughs> i think it's i think um it is it, in a lot of ways you're right it is a teaser trailer so it's a little bit of like you're not it's not very linear and you're not really sure uh what it is but um it's at least an introduction to the serial man himself and oh, the fact yeah. that he has a has a captive in his basement and yeah um and i i think the the full-length movie will show you who he is where he came from why he has this affliction with cereal where he gets his cereal where he gets his milk uh so it's a lot of, it's a lot uh there but yeah. it's it's a very different style than we're used to we shot it on analog video so we shot it in, right. in the feature film version we'll do a mix of eight millimeter film and analog video so it's not shot in HD or 4K. Okay. Um, so it's very different style. We wanted it to have a little bit of like a almost feeling like it's a real home video. Yeah. And yeah. be really creepy and, and in a way that's maybe um less about dialogue and characters. There will be dialogue, there will be characters. But Serial Man, for example, he he's mute. He doesn't speak. Uh, and he is the main character. So there'll be a lot of interesting uh ways the movie's made where for a lot of scenes where you're seeing Serial Man, you know, do his thing, steal some milk or c capture somebody, we're going to be hearing interview dialogue of the family members of the people he's kidnapped. So it's very <laughs> Terrence Malick is a huge influence. Uh, I've watched a lot of Terrence Malick films recently, and I want to really do a, a horror film that's um, somewhat experimental, but just very uh, tonal and not so much uh, linear dialogue driven, very different. And Something yeah. like, I don't know if you've watched the film Skinamarink, that horror film mm -hmm. that um, became really popular. It's just, there's not really dialogue in it. It's very tonal. It's just visuals and evoking emotions. And I'm trying to find a, a, a ground between that that emotion evoking type of 
new wave cinema with like an older style of story and characters and captives and escape and and all the kind of trying to bridge that um and do something really scary well that that's it sounds incredibly interesting and it looks great and and it's there is something about it that just makes you want to know what's going on what is this all about um and and the 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 sound i mean when you see the serial man a lot of the sound there is like sort of sounds like people crying and stuff like that, and it's it's kind of like, what is that all about? Is that going on in his head? Is that you know what? Where, where is that coming from? Um, but it's it's brilliantly done. It, it works so well just as it is. But I want to know more. I want to know everything about it if I can. Well, I really um, we have our Kickstarter coming soon. I'll I'll let you know the date, uh, and if people are listening, they can check it out. But um. We have a lot of rewards. Like even if someone gives us $5, they get their name in the credits and we have Ooh. tiers. So um, we're just really hoping that we can get that off the ground. And we're, uh, I think it'd be such an awesome movie and it's all in chapters. So right. our plan was to build this feature film, but if we ever end up releasing it on online, we'd do it, we'd release it in the individual chapters as like, you know, 10, 10 minute short films, like a series yeah, of yeah. them. Yeah. Um, but it's it's unlike any horror film you've ever seen. I've had really good feedback on the script. Cool. So I'm really, no, really excited. Sounds really, really good. I'm I'm really I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, we've been saying ever since we first saw started seeing your films that we'd love to see what you could do if you were were given the chance to do a feature film. Um, so it, it, I'm really looking forward to seeing what you, what you're actually going to do with it. This is Serial Man is it. This is our this is our first foray into a longer format and uh, picking our deformed lunchbox kind of alternative horror style into a, lo- a long format film. Cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It sounds great. So what other projects have you got on at the moment? Anything at all? Or... Um, I do have a co- I mean, I put a lot of work into Serial Man, so that's kind of my main effort right now. And when we launch it in about a week or so, it'll probably live on the channel for a while as our number one video so it's the other factor is in the summertime is is when film industry starts to pick up so usually i try to do a lot over the winter time and the summertime i gotta go to work go to set and and work but um we are we there are a few other things projects we're working on i don't know if you want me to hint them or you want to be completely surprised uh one (laughs) one's called muffin man um which is a little sillier but it's also very dark and um, we have another trailer we're working on. I, know, I don't know if you ever saw that we made some uh, fan trailers on our channel. And we kind of have like a Jason Voorhees versus Batman. And we have uh, X-Files, uh, Michael Myers. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we kind of crossed over horror with uh, other movies in these trailers. And we're, we've been working on one for almost a year now. Okay. Uh, and I don't want to tell you what it is because uh, it's it's surprising. But I will tell you that I, we used AI voice sampling so that the celebrity in the movie, I'll give you, I'll just tell you, it's Daniel Craig. Okay. So you may be able to figure out which big series we're, we're basing this off. Yeah. <laughs> um, but we've, I took samples of his voice and we put it on this AI voice uh, simulator and we've created perfect dialogue from Daniel Craig. Not I mean, not from Daniel Craig, but it's AI driven. Yeah. That sounds exactly like him. And so he's got all these new, this new dialogue for this new trailer, and we're really hoping people will watch it and think it's a real movie. So oh, that's cool. Oh, that'll that be the next thing that. after Serial Man. Um, yeah, that sounds then, good. It's good. Yeah, uh, I, I mean, I, I always look forward to, to your stuff coming out because uh, 
it, it's, it's always good, uh, whatever it is. So I, I will I will look forward to to new things with uh, great interest. And I, I wish so. you all the so. best with Serial Man. I really hope it goes well and that you get it all off the off the ground and, and get it going. Um, thanks, thanks, Andy. I, I I'd be so excited for you guys to watch it and review it on your channel, and even for just just to talk to you about it and know what you think, because it's um, I'm just I'm just really excited about it. So yeah, no, I can understand that. It sounds really good. It looks good, and uh, so I, I can't wait to find out more about what it's what it's all about. What's going on? It sounds great. Um, just on a personal note, mm -hmm. I this is the first time I've been able to do, I've seen you and talked to you. Uh, to be able to say thank you for for putting uh, the hand that feeds you on your channel, no um, problem at all. I mean, I I love that film. Um, did you did you tell John to message me, or did he just did that just happen randomly? I uh, no, I I mean, I'd mentioned the fact that we were reviewing a lot of your, lot of your films, and uh, he was saying about releasing the the or putting the film online, but he wanted to find somewhere that that maybe you know you'd get more of a uh, uh, of a widespread, uh, you know, um, for the for the film to be released, uh, I didn't yeah. actually say to, to contact you, but um, I'm glad I really ha I'm really happy he did it. You know, our our people who watch our videos and our subscribers they loved it, uh, and that's another film that's just right in line with um, you know alt alternative horror, and yeah, yeah. I think I think that film also has a really good theme, and it's. It's longer and meatier, and uh, I think that film actually is one of the things that inspired me to do meatier films, um, mm -hmm. thicker, bigger, longer, meatier films. So I, I really love it. So I, I'm th I thank you, Andy, for like even thinking of us to to post oh, it. Thank you for putting it on. It was it was it was really nice to to really nice to be brought into the family, as it were, and just sort of yeah. You're in the lunchbox it. now. That's what I always say. You're yeah. you're you're part of the lunchbox here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love fantastic. it. Um, thank you very much for that, and thank you for the interview. I wish you best of luck with everything you do, as always, and I uh, hope everything goes well with you. Um, to everybody out there, as we always say, have a look at the Formed Lunchbox video, uh, YouTube channel. Keep following what they do, and, uh, and and keep an eye on it for the future uh, content. It's uh, it's always worth a watch. Thanks so much for having me, Andy. And uh, if anyone's listening, please check out Serial Man and help us out. Get your name in the credits and help us make Serial Man a reality. Absolutely. Definitely. And uh, we will put links up to everything as we always do. And uh, uh, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you. Thank you to everybody out there for watching. And uh, we will see you again next week. Bye. Bye-bye. The Cyphora Film Podcast. Mm -hmm.